evening, you crazy conspiracy theorists, and welcome to whatever I call my show. It's Wednesday, July 21st, and we're going to have a good one tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. Welcome to everybody on DLive, on Twitch, the Foxhole fam. What's up? Hope everything's working A-OK. We got a lot to talk about, like I said. A few things before we begin, though. Number one, apologize for missing the stream on Monday. I had a lot going on. Uh, and I was kind of working some new things, as you guys might tell on my Rumble and BitChute channels. I'm kind of working in some new videos, shorter videos, keeping it like singular topics instead of these long rambles where I go through a lot. So still going to do these live streams, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 4 p.m. Going to shoot for still three a week, but I'm going to work some other stuff in as well. And then uh, as for that, shout out to all you guys who are going to join me tomorrow uh, for my Zoom live call, doing a weekly call tomorrow for all my subscribe star patrons. Everybody's supporting me there. If you want to get access to, uh, it's mostly weekly, maybe like a bi-monthly. I do uh, exclusive Zoom calls and different things for my friends on subscribe star. So go check that out. Link will be down below. And then also, I got a pretty sweet email yesterday from the uh, lawyers, the America First Policy Institute, that are working on Trump's class action versus big tech. And uh, I got pretty much an automated email, but it basically said, thank you for submitting your story. We want to learn more. Here's a questionnaire. And it sent me to this page where I was able to fill in a bunch of data and describe my story and blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you know, it's kind of tough for me to describe my story. I think I was looking at the wrong camera again. <laughs> it's kind of tough for me to describe my story in like two, three sentences, but I did as best I could and said, hey, I got a shitload of censorship that I can help you guys with, with that lawsuit, you know? So hopefully I get a call, something like that. All you guys know uh, what I can share if I can share it. So anyway, moving on from that, let's get into the stories now. So I want to start off with talking about the audit, talking about uh, more political stuff before we get into vaccines and then a few other subjects after that. I want to talk about Telegram too. Some weird stuff going on with Telegram today. Anyway, evidence soon to be presented to a citizen's grand jury of interstate conspiracy. Uh, citizen's grand jury. Sorry, this headline's kind of throwing me off. I don't know if it was written the best or maybe I just can't read. Evidence to soon be presented to citizens' grand jury of interstate conspiracy to manufacture and harvest counterfeit ballots for use in the 2020 election. This one's coming from Creative Destruction Media. And uh, if you find me on Telegram or Getter or Gab, those are pretty much the only ones I'm at now. I've posted there. So uh, speaking of which, go follow me on Getter and Gab because Telegram's doing some odd things. Anyway, we'll get to that. This here, though, so in Arizona, a gentleman came forward who basically was doing security. Uh, he's a former police officer. He was uh, a police officer for years and then got into doing private security. Basically, his story goes, his testimony, that he was doing private security for this venue uh, in November 2020, and he noticed some really odd things. He actually went into this particular ballroom, I guess he wasn't supposed to go in, and he saw these pallets and pallets of ballots, pallets of ballots. So, anyway, you can read this story, read his testimony that was brought forth. We'll see what happens with this one, but there's just a lot happening everywhere. Some things I'm like, maybe this is a false start, maybe this is a planned misdirection away from something more important, but 
then we have a lot of important stuff coming out as well that you can clearly tell that Deep State does not want out there. I don't know. There's just so much hitting the fan right now in terms of these audits from all these states, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Georgia, other states where Trump won, but they still want to audit the freaking thing. So I think Texas has an audit rolling through, potential audit to be decided upon there as well. So anyway... Uh, so much coming out that it's giving people like Mike Lindell the confidence to offer $5 million in reward to any to anybody who can, uh, he says, prove his voter fraud data invalid. He mentioned this this morning on the War Room podcast. And of course, in about two weeks now, it's it starts on August 10th, Mike Lindell's symposium. When is that? Uh, two, uh, just under three weeks now. So Mike Lindell's symposium that's in... South Dakota, I believe. It's a private symposium, but it's going to be live streamed from August 10th till 12th. That's when he's going to be releasing, uh, apparently, a bunch of the receipts, a bunch of the sauce he got. And I'm, uh, I'm excited for that one. So, $5 million. <laughs> He's putting his money where his, where his mouth is. He's putting his money where his pillows are. $5 mil, So, he's confident. We'll see. Uh, speaking of problems having to do with the election and I guess the insurrection I guess we could say <laughs> all these all these all these stories going on of supposed kidnapping plots and insurrections and oh these white supremacist crazy conspiracy theorist people it's like all right all right I'll raise you all your supposed alleged stories of conspiracy theorists planning to shoot up stuff and I'll raise you some FBI <laughs> FBI informants so look at this. FBI played a larger role in the Governor Whitner, Whitmer kidnapping case than previously reported. FBI informants helped hatch the plot. And in some of these lawsuits as well that uh, are coming down on these people who they're alleging was trying to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer. Seriously, who would want to kidnap her? She's, ugh, she's like Satan reincarnate. But... There's text messages coming out as well from special agents, and basically these people, they looked like they were entrapping. It's just totally blowing up this right here, and it's, I mean, my God, the FBI is involved in pretty much friggin' everything. I mean, we know that by now, but it's becoming common knowledge, common knowledge, and speaking of, you know, another plot, another supposed insurrection. Uh, January 6th, so Nancy Pelosi here rejecting Republican representatives from this special committee that she's calling to investigate the January 6th Capitol riot. Nancy Pelosi denied the appointment of Jim Jordan and Jim Banks, two Republicans to this committee. Uh, Kevin McCarthy wasn't happy about it. I don't know if I'm ever happy with Kevin McCarthy, but hey, whatever. Uh... Nancy Pelosi rejecting those. We'll see what happens with this shit show, circus show of a so-called special committee. <laughs> yes, the FBI's reputation is toast. It is gone. Sorry, folks. You did it to yourselves. You did it to yourselves. Uh, onward from this, let's talk about Joe Biden being caught, basically. Not really caught. Again, something that's pretty well known, but just more evidence coming out. Joe Biden using a private email. Private email to send government information to Hunter. John Solomon at Just the News reviewed emails. And they had this they, they had this scoop yesterday. 
showing that Joe Biden was, yes, doing the same shit that Hillary Clinton did, using a private email messages, sometimes signed dad, from the email account robinware456 at <laughs> gmail.com. Let's go ahead and try to send something to that. I don't know. Uh, we're found on a, on Hunter Biden's laptop. Ah, shucks. Same shit, different puppet. Same shit, different day. Can you, uh, can you believe it? Yeah, you better believe it. I've, you'd be a fool not to believe it. Come on now. So, okay, we went through all that stuff. Let's talk about now some aspects of the scam-demic. They're just going to town with this variant bullshit. Delta variant. Alpha alpha variant. Lam, lambda is the next. Didn't they, didn't they say this, this lambda variant is in, like, Texas now today? I think I just saw a brief headline state that. It's like, geez, brush up on your Greek. <laughs> if you don't know Greek by now, you're going to know the alphabet by the end of this year. So one of those freaking variants is causing them to uh, extend travel restrictions to Canada and Mexico for the next, like, month. Great. Great! And, of course, they're pushing forth more vaccine mandates and mask mandates because of these these variants, the Epsilon variant. There you go. <laughs> Bringing me back to my, to my college days, the Epsilon Alpha Kappa Lambda... Uh, Kappa Date Delta Phi Phi. There you go. So there's this. But luckily, we do have some people in Congress that are trying to stand up to this Delta variant bullshit, this vaccine virtue signaling nonsense. Maybe I've said the BS word too many times in this show, but it's like the only word that makes sense with everything that's going on these days, right? Bullshit. I don't know. Nothing better to describe it. So Marjorie Taylor Greene, we love Marjorie. We love Marjorie. The, the beta male variant. I gotta I gotta not look at these comments sometimes because they, they crack me up. Uh, speaking of being cracked up, Marjorie said that uh, some stuff cracks her up, like the ridiculousness of these Orwellian mandates and lockdowns and other bullshit. But she basically was asked if uh, she had gotten the vaccine and she said that it's against her HIPAA, the HIPAA law. She doesn't have to answer it because HIPAA. So she used that excuse, which it's a, it's a viable excuse. You don't need to be asking people their personal health information. Uh, frankly, it would have been interesting to see if she sh- would have just straight up said no. But in the political climate we're in, you dare, you dare whisper any sort of vaccine hesitancy, vaccine skepticism, whatever they want to label on it to try to make you look bad and crazy. Just the slightest whisper of any sort of skepticism towards these vaccines. And, oh, media would just... You know, it brings in the conversation of Trump. Why didn't Trump stop these vaccines? Why did he roll through Operation Warp Speed so fast? And, you know, as the days go on and I look at the whole a holistic view, bigger picture of what's going on with these vaccines. And I'm like, man, maybe the original goal for the deep state was to keep us locked down for like a decade while they tried to make these vaccines and they were going to do it really slowly, right? By the book, take the five to 10 years it takes to make the vaccine and keep us locked down the whole time. Maybe that was their original plan. And maybe Trump surprised the deep state. And they didn't expect him to go so pro-vax. Because remember Trump's old tweets? They were pretty anti-vax. 
He, he was questioning, openly questioning vaccines. Maybe Trump surprised him. And he went, he went pro-vax. He went so pro-vax that maybe he forced Big Pharma to not go by the book and to maybe break some rules to make these vaccines and then bring them out in record time. Trump could use the sort of optics of it to try to, you know, make himself look good, at least the media not able to make him look bad, right? So he brings them out so fast, and now Big Pharma's like, oh, ah, oh, shit, now everybody's questioning these things. Ah, oh, we had to cut all this tape to roll them out so fast. Now people can file their FOIAs and file their lawsuits and expose us. I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's kind of like the what I look at in terms of the election. Trump just let it happen. He just let it happen. All right, guys, we know you're going to commit fraud with this election. We'll just put it on a platter for the world to freaking see because millions of eyes are on this stuff now. So I don't know. I don't know. And this comment just said Trump rushed it through so the FB FDA would not be able to approve it. Maybe that's an aspect of the, you know, deep state original plan. Take five to ten years for these vaccines. Make sure they're approved. Keep us locked down the whole time. I don't know. It's just a bunch of speculation, of course. But uh, there's always many sides to a different picture. And I think these days we are so quick to jump to conclusions. Jeez, if I had one opinion about what I see people doing on social media, jumping to conclusions is definitely <laughs> rush, rushing rushing to an assumption. Anyway, thankfully, Marjorie Taylor Greene is at least speaking up to an extent against this nonsense. And because other conservatives just aren't doing that. You know, I it's not a left-wing, right-wing thing. I typically agree with conservatives more than liberals, but there there's like an off topic I'll agree with a liberal liberal on, you know. When it comes to like the foundation of their understanding about that topic, it's probably wrong, but at least the the words, the superficial intent is there. But uh I I say that because this just happened today, and I have one other very popular conservative saying some really stupid shit about these vaccines, too. So, Governor DeSantis, why you do this? You don't have to do this. Why? He says these vaccines are saving lives as virus cases in Florida rise again. They're saving lives. All right. <laughs> All right. I'll believe one. I'll believe that one when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. And then we got Mitch McConnell, this turkey neck, big blubbering walrus here. Get vaxxed or get ready for lockdowns. McConnell warns, this is not complicated. You're right, you idiot. This is not complicated. Big Pharma's full of shit. And so are a lot of you politicians. You're either full of shit or you're just spineless. That's the problem here, folks. I think a lot of these conservatives aren't bad people. They're just too damn worried, too goddamn worried about their reputations, about how the public sees them. It's do or die now, folks. Fuck a reputation. I mean, it just blows my mind. And people like Ron DeSantis and, and Mitch McConnell, they're probably just doing this because the fake news media has been just trying to go after any Republican this last week. I mean, I'm sure you've saw it end of last week, early this week. The fake news media is just going on a tirade. <laughs> My leprechaun voice cracks you up, huh? <laughs> fake news media going on just 
scorched earth against any Republican they can find who, I guess, hasn't, like, prayed to the vaccine gods by now. So some of these Republicans are trying to save face, I guess, save their reputation, but uh, why? Just, you're, you're, these days, they're losing more constituents doing this shit than, than saving, you know? It's, I don't know. I don't know who's doing their PR, but come on. The first one to stand up and start speaking some hardcore truth is going to get such a following. Like, they're going to get such a backing from a lot of people. Screw screw a party. Screw a label, you know? Let's get to the truth. No matter who it who it offends. And the reason why is because these vaccines, just more and more shit comes out against them. Disclosed TV tweeting this one today. I like Disclosed TV. I don't I don't see them as being a, you know, all all-knowing truth resource, but they're usually pretty quick to the draw about certain relevant topics. CDC they're tweeting here added 6,000 new deaths to the VAERS system today, just just one day. And they even tweeted CDC has not yet commented on whether it's just a high jump or a backlog or actual reported cases, whatever. Then the CDC does come out, and they comment on it. Spike in deaths, re- spike in death reports following COVID vax caused by a mistake. A mistake. Ah, jeez. What a, what a mistake. I wonder how many other mistakes have been made, not just during this pandemic, but by the CDC over the span of years. <laughs> 6,000 deaths reported to VAERS is a mistake. FFS. Yes, correct acronym there. I I understand your leet speak. (laughs) Whoops, 6,000 deaths. That's a a big mistake that's going to take a lot of people to enter, that's for sure. My God. So, I just, when it comes to this vaccine crap, like DeSantis, dude, you don't need to be doing that. Grow some. I know you got some balls there, but let's let's make them bigger. Show us what you got, DeSantis. <laughs> Start speaking out against big pharma, and then I will respect a politician, because that takes some cojones. And onward from this, let's get now into talking Telegram. So Telegram is making some people wonder today. Let's start off with Ron Watkins. Yes, Code Monkey himself said that he was banned from Telegram and his stories that he was banned from Telegram before he was going to drop this information about the Project Pegasus story that's been going on. So that was Ron's claim. Anyway, this is Ron on Gab. Uh, He said he was just banned from Telegram. It was his personal profile that was banned, but his CodeMonkey channel and his chat is still up. As of this point, I believe. So it was just his personal profile that was banned. Uh, He gave us this screenshot. He said the phone number is banned. Looks like Telegram got in there. Uh, Who who knows why? Telegram. Is it surprising they would censor? On one hand, maybe. On the other hand, I'm not surprised about any platform censoring these days. So... I wouldn't be all that surprised, honestly. It looks here that maybe some troll reported him. 
It was a few months back. I actually got reported by some troll. I don't even know what post they reported or why Telegram flagged it or how they flagged it, but I had some posts reported and I couldn't post anything on Telegram for like 12 hours on my channel. That was it or something like that. Anyway, it was like a one-off thing. I figured a troll or a bot maybe got me and I moved on. Same thing could have happened to Ron here. Could have been some automated system or some actual shill account on there trying to report him and get him banned. Or not. We'll see. He said he appealed it. We'll see if that's effective or not. Although Telegram itself is getting a little odd. Getting a little weird. So, of course, you've probably heard about the Pegasus Project, Project Pegasus story that came out a couple of days ago about this uh, Israeli firm that created this hacking tool, this malware, spyware, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what the right name is. A lot of this stuff goes over my head. But I'm a little behind on this Project Pegasus story, although I found this today. Telegram founder listed in leaked Pegasus Project data. So his number was one of those in the apparently 50,000 that this private Israeli hacking firm had that they were spying on basically or wanting to spy on is what I'm gathering at here. So like I said, I'm a little behind with the Pegasus story, but I'm trying to extrapolate. I'm trying to uh, trying to see whether if Telegram founder was being spied on himself or if he was basically like an informant and they had his number because they were using him and maybe his Telegram app to spy on other people. I can't tell if he knew or not. I don't know if you guys have any two cents you want to throw in there. I also asked the question on Telegram today. Hey, <laughs> funny enough. And on Getter and Gab too. But um, yeah, I mean, could this guy be a good guy? Sure. And Deep State would actually want to keep tabs on him. Granted, there's some, I think, legitimate questions that I have in my head about Telegram. It's still on the app stores. Somehow it's evaded being canned from the app stores. And just with the amount of like shill bot networks that are on Telegram, that are clearly on Telegram, you know, pumping all the disinfo, the flat earth, the quantum financial system garbage. I know you've seen all the Trump coins and, oh, this person's on Telegram. This person's on Telegram. Official account. It's like, no, they're not. It's just a LARP account. I wouldn't be surprised if Mossad or some other intelligence agency, rogue aspects of it, had their shillbot networks embedded on Telegram and maybe the owners or executive of Telegram. No, I don't know. I'm just just spitballing here. I get, people get mad at me for that. I'm like just throwing out ideas. I'm not even subscribed to these ideas. It's just like, who knows? But it, I don't know. I like question people's false idols sometimes. They get all upset at me just for brainstorming. But yeah, I don't know. Can't tell. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, either way, is Telegram innocent? Maybe. Is Telegram not innocent? Maybe. Who knows? I don't want to get banned for saying that, but <laughs> uh, throw Telegram on your class action lawsuit, Trump. Uh, moving on to cryptocurrencies now. So couple last subjects to finish up with. I want to talk crypto, then I want to talk UFOs. So Elon Musk saying some things about crypto today, making the price finally rise a little bit. It was it was bad there for a few days, under 30,000, getting wrecked. And uh, 
a lot of people into crypto like Elon Musk again today. <laughs> Next time he tweets something bad about crypto, they won't like him. But he was at a, uh, he appeared at a virtual Bitcoin conference and he said SpaceX, Tesla, and him own Bitcoin. They also said they own Dogecoin and ETH too. So a little bit of relief because of this. Although I don't doubt that, I don't know, next week they're going to say some hacker group tried to extort some company again for Bitcoin and crash the markets. I don't know. She seems to always be some FUD out there pumped purposely by the fake news and the central bankers about crypto. Um, I don't know. It's up to you. It's up to you to love it or hate it. I don't think it's good. I don't think it's bad. It can, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just how you use the tool. So onward from this, let's talk about some other billionaires with space companies. Jeff Bezos launching himself into orbit in a very large phallic-looking object. I wonder if I wonder if just the tip got into the stratosphere. <laughs> How high did he really go? I didn't watch it. Uh, Jeff Bezos, I don't want to deal with that weirdo. But all these billionaires trying to go into space. Bezos and uh, Branson. Elon Musk with his SpaceX. It's just, I mean... Again, the reason why I don't care is just because they're using... Okay, dick jokes aside, everybody. Calm down in the comments. God. Y'all are losing ascension points. <laughs> so, the thing why I don't care about these billionaires going to going to orbit in their rockets is that they're rockets. I feel like a broken record saying this, but I kind of need to be because people... Some people, you know... It's a big subject. It's it's There's a lot of moving parts in it. And it's difficult for people to understand sometimes. But we could have done away with rocket technology 60, 70 years ago. I kid you not. Electrogravitics, countering gravity with electricity. That is the technology locked away in the coffers of Lockheed and Boeing and aerospace, Northrop Grumman, right? That's that's the crown jewel that they they honestly are trying to disclose in very like subtle partial truth, limited hangout ways, not to make them look bad. So the, you know, the deep state, they're trying to do this UFO disclosure stuff. They've been doing it for a few years. We'll talk about it in a sec here, but uh, talk about what's coming next, I guess, in terms of this mainstream partial UFO disclosure psyop. But so for a few years, since 2017, really, deep state, they've been slowly releasing this UFO information. But it's just a fraction. It's just like a tiny little portion of the big picture. And in terms of these billionaires trying to rush into space, I don't know. Maybe there's this like newfound space interest that's being created. But then we have this UFO disclosure stuff going on here. What if they kind of like merge in the future? Or if, what's, what if that's the intent or the goal of the cabal is to sort of merge them and then get all these billionaires interested in the secret ufo technology and then they'll start pouring these billions into into ufo research and that could be like the way that they kind of disclose it to the public without admitting that they've illegally and ridiculously been hiding it for 70 years so it's just again more speculation more trying to like guess the chess moves of of these people but just odd billionaires all getting into, into space at the same time and and we got this UFO disclosure stuff coming out. More and more shows and movies and stories talking about it. Like this one coming from J.J. Abrams. Yeah, I mentioned this in one of my 
one of my live streams I did like three, four weeks ago, maybe something like that. I don't know. I, I mentioned it real quick, but the trailer dropped today. It's called UFO, just straight up UFO. It's going to be on Showtime dropping August 8th, I think. So holy crap, how convenient. It's dropping just like a couple of days before Mike Lindell's Cyber Symposium, right? <laughs> Everybody's going to be talking about UFOs. Nobody's going to be talking about our freaking stolen election. But yes, this is dropping to Showtime four-part series from J.J. Abrams. I watched this two-minute trailer. Uh, quite honestly, I think I spotted a couple CGI videos that were even uh, used in this. This might have been one of them. That looks pretty CGI. So if anybody knows about CGI being used in movies, it's J.J. Abrams, right? Uh, and the the whole friggin' theme behind this UFO uh, doc here, at least this trailer, is that. The good old-fashioned New York Times bullshit. It's just totally pumping that. You got George Knapp in there. You got Leslie Keene, who is a New York Times reporter. Let's see. Let me get to the frames here. You got, oh, that guy, Harry Reid. Yep, it's just same shit, different show. Old, boring, vanilla, psyop. Again, partial truth. It's not even a fraction of it. So it'll be the talk of the town, though. It's kind of the point. They're just disclosing this tiny drop in the bucket to get at the talk of the town, get everybody distracted with this, thinking that that's all there is. Funneling them into these gatekeepers. These gatekeepers like Jeremy Snorbell and George Knapp and <laughs> all these other folks. It's just, I don't know. I don't know if they're just useful idiots or if they might be part of the PSYOP themselves. Could be anything these days. Lord knows there's a lot of useful idiots out there, but come on, man. Come on, man. We're we're smarter than that. And really, I mean, I'm not expecting much from this. Let me refresh this page. How many views does this have now? Oh, big whoop. Not even 20,000 views yet, and it's on Showtime's YouTube channel with 800,000 subscribers. Honestly, when this mainstream... The, all the UFO stuff that comes out with these narratives, with these ones, it's boring. And people don't, like, consciously realize, maybe, that it's half-truth, limited hangout stuff. But I think subconsciously people get it, which is why this stuff just never, it never goes that viral. The only play that these UFO narratives get is when the mainstream media just forces it. And they've got to force it so hard, literally every outlet, like, like the... uh every few weeks you'll get this story that comes out having to do with UFOs, whether it's the UFO report or this or that. Every single media outlet will write an article on it, write multiple articles on it, every single one, right? But it's only talked about for like a day, poof, vanishes, people forget about it. Meanwhile, when you get shit like Q or election fraud or even a more hardcore UFO stuff like secret space programs or talking, talking how far back the truth really goes, Oh, people are so much more interested in that. It's like subconsciously, deep down, even if they don't realize it, at the forefront of their mind, they know that there's so much out there than, of course, mainstream media or even a lot of this vanilla crap in the alt media is going to tell them. So it's pretty much it, guys. I don't know. I'm not going to rant at you that much longer, but we pretty much went through everything I wanted to go through. Uh, we're half an hour in, so I'm going to do some Q&A with you guys for a few minutes, and I'm going to leave the Q&A in, uh, in the replays that I upload to 
bit shoot and rumble because why not? So let me move all this over here and then uh, <laughs> see some of you guys talking about Stephen Greer in the comments there. I watched his documentary, all right? I I was going to do like a review to his doc, but I, was, I don't know. It's kind of tough these days when you're when you're trying to talk about stories because they're only relevant for like two days if you're lucky. Sometimes it's 12 hours and then people like forget about it. So I just, I don't know. I, I was too busy, maybe procrastinated too long and it wasn't relevant anymore. Anyway, uh, Greer's doc was, uh, oh God, it was, it was thick with the social justice bullshit. We had Danny Sheehan in there who, Danny Sheehan is a rabid anti-Trumper. Totally pro Russia did it. Russia hacked. Russia helped Trump. Uh, Got to get Trump out of office. He's a big climate change guy too. He was going on and on about like fascists and all this in that doc. And then Greer used the climate change angle to pump his narratives with. It was, ugh, it was kind of, kind of weird. Yeah, no. And then Greer was crying about being censored and shadow banned. It's like, dude, your doc is on YouTube with like. 300,000 views. You're not you're not getting censored. <laughs> you could cry baby little drama queen. <laughs> oh god. So Ah oh, jeez. It was it was odd. Although I do agree with his uh with some of the things he said in there, but that doesn't mean he's a he's a good guy by any means or not controlled oppo or something. Um although, you know, it was there the Parts I disagreed with were like the most relevant ones where I think he got it wrong. Greer also said that Trump believed the disinfo that was being fed to him. He insinuated that Trump got brainwashed by whoever was feeding him UFO disinfo in the White House while he was there. Like, come on, Greer. Are you stupid or are you playing us for stupid? Or maybe both. I don't know. But uh, again, there was just weird lines in there. And the whole fake alien invasion blue beam thing, I I honestly think that's like psyop inception. I think it's a psyop about a psyop. Personally, I think the Project Blue Beam fake alien invasion is a bunch of clickbait fear porn bullshit. I honestly don't believe a lot of it. And uh, quite frankly, do we even have evidence that? Werner von Braun was warning on his deathbed about the fake alien invasion being the final straw, the last straw. Do we have concrete evidence proving that? Or just like the word from Dr. Carl Rosen and Greer and these other people? I think it's all just word. We're basing our our belief that being real off of. And not just that, but Project Bluebeam. I believe that originated from a Canadian author or journalist in the 1990s. And it was a book he wrote. But... He didn't actually bring forth evidence of Project Bluebeam being an actual real project. It just kind of became rumor, you know? Became, oh, this is real. Fake alien invasion, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, uh-uh. No, I think, I think it's just like clickbait shit. And we're seeing, in my opinion, the, the fake op in progress. And that is what we're seeing in the mainstream media with this stuff like by J.J. Abrams and New York Times and blah, blah, blah. I think that's the PSYOP. It's happening, right? I don't think this fake alien invasion garbage is going to happen. Because what's the what's the number one 
thing you need, what's the prerequisite for a false flag? The element of surprise. And oh, how surprising. We've had these personalities on the internet screaming at the top of their lungs, fake alien invasion for a long, long time. Oh, <laughs> real surprise there. So, nah, 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 nah. Rig for Red says, how about the crazy solar flare a few days ago? Looks like the sun is turning up. Yeah, yeah, huge solar flare, which luckily was directed away from Earth on the other side of the sun. Somehow when it, the flat earthers have nothing to say about like the sun being round and the moon being round. <laughs> but anyway, sun popped off huge solar flare other way. Luckily it wasn't this way. We would have been fooked. And uh, sun is waking up, though. Next five to ten years are going to be interesting. I think there's a small chance, not a bit, not a large chance, a small chance, but I do think there's a small chance that uh, we could see some probably pretty serious hits to our grid, to our infrastructure. So eyes open, no fear, if you know what I'm saying. Nothing can stop what is coming there. That's for sure. <laughs> that phrase means can mean many different things. Giottolini says the sun is a vortex. Every Everything's a vortex. Everything spins. Everything rotates. All is motion. When it comes to the sun, I'd call it a giant plasma spinning ball of photons i don't know i don't know i don't think it's what they tell us though what mainstream science believes it is this big nuclear fusion ball in the sky that's going to burn up in five billion years or something like that no no plasma plasma what have i heard or think about elites fleeing to a mars colony um I mean, what what am I going to say to you that's not pure speculation on that? Of course, we have the whistle, so-called whistleblowers that claim they've been in these secret space programs, black projects, and, oh, I'm, I know that there's facilities on Mars and so, stuff like that. Do I believe it's an electric sun? Yes, a electroplasmic sun. I believe our universe is electric, in fact, far more than the sun. But anyway, uh... The whole, yeah, secret space program whistleblower thing. I've, I've, as you guys are probably aware, moved away from much of my belief when it comes to the whistleblowers and their claims about secret space stuff uh, for a variety of reasons. I don't discount the ideas. I wouldn't doubt if there was a black project that was able to create a craft that could nullify gravity, move very fast, that could shield G-forces, have inertial dampening. For my Stargate SG-1 fans out there, inertial dampening. No, I don't doubt that. And I don't doubt that one of these defense contractors could have taken that craft to Mars and maybe even landed there already with one of their flying saucers or black triangles. But to the extent as to, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's something we can't put a knowledge on we don't know we just hear these rumors and stories and get get people who believe it and try to craft these 
these stories around them. So, I don't know. Yeah, like this comment says, if there's a base on Mars, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all either. If sometime within the last 70 years, our civilization, some group of it secretly did get to Mars. And I wouldn't be surprised if there was, was a facility on there too, but we just don't know. And we can't say we know based upon just people's word, 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 word. Because Lord knows people like to clickbait out there. Holy shit. <laughs> what do you mean there's no slave labor colonies on Mars building UFOs for 900 different species of ETs? Ooh. Sauce it or toss it, man. Otherwise, you know? All right, guys, you got anything else to discuss? I saw somebody actually bring up the graphene. We can uh, we can switch subjects here. I've been talking about space for long enough. Probably probably triggering a few folks out there. Maybe triggering the flat earthers or <laughs> space is fake. Gravity is fake. Gravity isn't real. Aliens are demons. Um, graphene, graphene oxide. A lot of stories around about that being in these COVID vaccines. I frankly, I don't know if I'm buying that one quite yet. Don't know if I'm buying it because the story originated from supposedly a Spanish researcher and then really caught wind here in America when Dr. Jane Ruby, I think, went doctor, if she is a doctor, I don't know or who she is, went on to Stu Peter's show and then it, it was pretty sensational, not going to lie. What I heard... And what I, the tone I heard it with as well seemed really sensational. And uh, that Jane Ruby individual is really close with, pretty close with InfoWars and different InfoWars personalities, affiliates as well. So I'm just like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I could see, I could see this graphine, graphi, graphene, excuse me, oxide theme as being pushed as a mixed direction. Whether people realize it or not, I'm not saying everybody pushing it is a, you know, compromised by any means i'm just saying wherever it originated from however it originated i would not be surprised if it is being pushed as a misdirection as a clickbaity topic uh to confuse people divert their attention away from other things the maybe more important or more truthful things in terms of vaccines what can be proved and also gives mainstream media very easy very easy opportunity to weaponize crazy clickbait claims against us. It's like we're giving them the alley-oop just to dunk on, you know, our own net. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the whole graphene oxide thing. When I look at the people pushing it, what they're saying, uh, Mike Adams, Lord. I like Mike Adams for his health information, but when it comes to, like, breaking news, political stuff, he just gets like really sensational. And I'm like, yo, yo, where did that come from, Mike? And he can be pretty flip floppy too. Uh, he can, you know, he can change his tune sometimes. Uh, and then he kind of has you sitting there scratching your head wondering why. But yeah, I don't know. Vaccine thing, I'm not buying it quite yet. Quite yet. And not saying I will ever buy it. But I'm just saying, uh, you know, where, where's the sauce? And it better be good sauce because. Sometimes people bring really shitty sauce. 
It's like they say it's evidence, but there's a such thing as good evidence and bad evidence. <laughs> Some evidence people claim is good evidence is really freaking bad. So... don't know <laughs> there's a lot of questions in terms of the graphene oxide thing um 99% of the of what of the vaccine was graphene oxide wouldn't it be like a black vial then 99% of the solution is graphene oxide then i don't know like i understand how easy it is to fool people but i also understand when it comes to like operations like this with huge logistics there will there will be people in the process doing the quality control and it's like i don't know can you fool that many people maybe or not um i don't know I'm not taking the shot anyway so what do i what am i worrying about but here's the thing about the whole graphene oxide whatnot and this this goes for any other topic you're trying to red pill somebody about, if you're talking to like a normie, somebody who's maybe not as far along the rabbit hole as you are, and you're trying to wake them up about vaccines, if you just instantly go into, oh, graphene oxide, blah, 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 you're not going to wake them up. <laughs> and then what are they going to do? Go onto Google, go onto search engine, type in graphene oxide vaccines. First thing that comes up is a Reuters fact check. Great. No, it's not, it's not how you properly red pill folks go to the stuff that is legitimate verifiable that you can bring some more uh worthy links for i don't know credible sources for so it's just that clickbait stuff i think sometimes it's purposely circulated out there to continue dividing folks it's really what it does it, it continues that division that clickbait disinformation shit that goes viral around bit shoot and telegram and and all that crap um, really does do more harm than good. People don't realize. They get caught up with it like, oh, it's a fun story. Oh, this this solves my inner need to, to feel like I know what's going on. Oh, and they'll get caught up with it, but they don't realize the greater damage it does in the long run and how it's actually not letting us progress forward. It's holding us back. Um, I just, I'm a purist. So anyway, guys, uh, I think that's good for this one. Much appreciated. Hopefully see you on Friday, Friday, 4 p.m. for our next live stream, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Seven if you're on the East Coast, probably the middle of the night if you're anywhere else around the world. But I appreciate if you stay up late or wake up early to watch these shows. Uh, replays will go up not long after on Rumble, BitChute, Odyssey, and Gab TV. Those are my four video channels. I also have JordanSather.tv where uh, you can sign up there. Helps me, helps my work. Uh, you get access to those exclusive Zoom Q&As I do. And then uh, you can watch my videos ad-free on there as well. It's also on Roku in the Apple App Store. Got to search Destroying the Illusion, though, on Roku, but you can find it. And then, uh, anyway, as for that, see you guys on Telegram, hopefully. Hopefully they don't cut us. And then see you on Friday. More videos coming in the meantime. Till then, everybody. Take care.